0: Welcome everybody to another episode of Imagine Faith Talk, the podcast where we believe that faith in God is the key to unlocking everything you've been called for. And today's episode, the five reasons, sorry, this looks like 10, but the five reasons why faith in God is relevant to you. We're your hosts, Kevin Lushla and Donovan Donnell, and we're going straight in to the episode. Donovan, why is this so valuable to our audience. Why do we need to know that faith in God is
1: relevant to us? Because when we're talking to our audience, the high performers with higher values, we need to understand that in order for the full vision to come to pass, we need to enroll the full participation of heaven. And that happens by faith. Faith is the key to enrolling the full participation of heaven and all its resources so that we can accomplish everything that God has called us to do. Mm, amen. I mean, you could be an author
0: or a musician, or maybe you're an artist who's who knows that there's something brewing inside of you that needs to be birthed into the world or Maybe you're a CEO that has these ideas that serve people in their sphere of influence. Or maybe you're like a grad school student or a young professional looking to use your skills at that next level. But you don't see how faith in God Almighty is relevant to your success. I mean, I've definitely seen it. You've definitely seen it. And I think one of the things that you and I have learned, Donovan, is that you can actually have faith in a wide variety of places. Like you can have faith in... A mentor, you can have faith in a self-help book. You can have a faith in someone else's blueprint. Yeah. So why do we have faith in the God of the universe?
1: And I think that's the big thing we want to talk about today. There is something specific that comes along with having faith in God. Limits in life are set by where you place your faith resources that you're going to be able to have access to, confidence, peace, all that stuff is associated to where you actually place your faith. And that's what we really want to talk about today.
0: Yeah, I agree. I mean, you could even have faith in yourself because once again, like you said, high performer with higher values operating in your highest nature, high performers are very capable. So why put your faith in the God of the universe? Can he be trusted? Can he be the one that you put your absolute weight on? Let's dive into it. Now, before we get into the topic, I had to look up the word faith in the dictionary. And what I found was this, complete trust or confidence in someone or something, right? Complete trust or confidence in someone or something. So then I went to the Bible to see what it said about faith. Hebrews eleven one. Now, faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. So I put the two definitions together and I got this. Faith is putting your complete trust, confidence in someone or something you hope for and convicted of things you can't see. Now, Donovan, this is such a funny definition to me because how in the world do you have faith in something you can't tangibly touch or physically see? It's like trying to sit down on a chair, not knowing if it's there or not, but you're just kind of hoping and believing it's there None of us would do that because that makes absolutely no
1: sense. When I listen to what you're saying, I'm understanding that we have to not deviate from faith in God. Faith in God comes along with trust because whatever God sees best for us is what's going to come out of that faith. The verse says that faith is the substance of things hoped for. I have a lot of experience with God. I've put my faith in him before and I've seen things come to pass Some things, not even what I wanted, but better than what I wanted. And so if I recall to mind my experience with God and what I've seen him do over time, again, things maybe I didn't even want, something better, I now have substance in my life. My health is the substance of something that I once hoped for because I had health challenges. My marriage, my children, my business can all be substance of things that I once hoped for. So what's gonna be the difference this time? It's not going to be because it's the same God that I'm putting my faith in who's going to produce it just like he did last time.
0: Mm. So you're trusting in the experiences that you've had in a God that you haven't seen, but you've seen how the the outcome has been. And you say, okay, God, if you've been able to do this for me in the past, I believe you will be able to do it again.
1: I am putting my faith in the epitome of faithfulness. God says in his Mm. word that even when you are unfaithful, I remain faithful. Like you said, Kevin, I am putting my faith in where I've seen my faith have the greatest impact. And that is with God.
0: Interesting. I mean, when you're saying that, I think another idea comes to mind that faith and the imagination to me are interchangeable. I mean, God created out of nothingness, right? He says, with the sound of my voice, light's going to come. Now, God didn't physically see light but he saw it in his imagination and was able to give birth to light, right? The imagination is a God quality. And if we're made in his image, then that's a quality that he's given to every single one of us. Isn't that what we do as dreamers and high performers and young professionals out there? That's what we do. We have to see things with our mind's eye to be able to have it come to fruition. That's how the electric cars, that's how the light bulb, airplanes, how these inventions were birthed. So then to me, faith in God is relevant Because how can you maximize an ability without knowing the manufacturer of that ability?
1: Come on, man. Take it back. Take it back to the creator, man. That's where we go to, to have the best possible outcome for a faith investment. Go back to the one who made faith.
0: Go back to the one that made faith. Go back to the one that gave you the ability. He knows best how it's supposed to be utilized. So with that, let's get into this. I think the first point that we learned in our Bible study is that faith in God, why is it relevant to you? It's a covering. What do we mean by this? Let's go to Deuteronomy 28, 1 through 8. It says this, If you fully obey the Lord your God and carefully follow all his commands I give you today. The Lord your God will set you high above all the nations on earth. All these blessings will come on you and accompany you if you obey the Lord your God. You will be blessed in the city and blessed in the country. The fruit of your womb will be blessed and the crops of your land and the young of your livestock, the calves of your herd and the lambs of your flocks. Your basket, your kneading troll will be blessed. You will be blessed when you come in and go out. Blessing, 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 blessing. I don't have to read the rest of the verse. I think you get it. Donovan.
1: Talk about it. Bro, blessings on blessings on blessings. This, for me, maps out God's desire, his intent, heart's desire for his child. But it starts off with something real simple. If you, that is where, that is an opportunity for you to assign your faith to a thing. If you, and then all these things that are listed afterwards are what accompanies or what comes after you put your faith in God. And that is that covering because there is a real enemy that wants, that seeks to devour all of your profit that seeks to zap you of all the energy. And the covering is so important. That SPF out here in this entrepreneurial world is so important because this is God's heart intent concerning the child that puts their faith in him. This is the covering that we need because absent of this, it's almost like we're working and then we're losing, and then we're working to rebuild what we lost, and then we're losing it again. And it's this vicious cycle. But in order for there to be any kind of preservation, there must be a covering over the work that you're committing your life to. And this is the promise associated with putting your faith in God, that covering.
0: Yeah, oh, that's good. I mean, there's an anointing, which is just God's approval. Mike Todd and from Transformation Church talks about a lot about this. It's just God's approval. There is a anointing that is over you when you follow God's way. If you go your way, that's fine, but that's not the path that God had anointed for you. You probably will work six, seven times harder, or maybe you will have success in the world's eye. But the truest fulfillment and joy that God's called for you you may not receive, there may come some taxing and toiling of yourself by going the other way. I know for myself, in the whole situation when I was trying to go into music, I thought my whole life I was going to be a doctor, right? My dad's from Nigeria, my mom's from Grenada, there's a psychiatrist and nurse, respectively. And so I always saw myself going into the medical field, I went to boarding school at Phillips Academy Andover, I went to Yale for undergrad, I was studying Chinese and pre-med. And then God did this funny thing in my junior year when he called me to go into music. I will never forget it as long as I live. But it made me nervous because I always thought this one path was for me. I mean, I know what the medical path is like, it's very predictable. You do this, then you do that. You go to medical school, then you go to residency. It makes sense. This other path? It's a completely open ended question. I have literally no idea how to follow a path into the music industry, but that path that was unclear was the path where I had to close my eyes and try to see what God would see and say, I trust you because I know by following your path, there is an anointing over it. There is a blessing over it. I could have never imagined everything that's happened since then. The platinum albums, the Grammys, the meeting with great musicians and performances and collaborations with great musicians. I could have never imagined that. But that's why my path was blessed of God, because it was the one that he had anointed. And so I'm using myself as an example to you, the CEO, you, the creative, you, the artist, you, the, you, the young professional. If God's got that path for you in his hand... Why would you not want to take the covering that he's provided for it?
1: Man, and that covering is allowing something even greater to happen. That's just the foundational piece. The Bible says that God will cause all things to work together for the good to them who love him and are called according to his purpose. And as you sit here and talk about your path that God has specifically prepared for you and reserved for you, you're submitting yourself to the purpose. And your love for him is made evident in your faith that you've assigned to him. And so this promise is, a, is, a, is associated with you, Kevin. He said, I will cause all things to work together to the good, to those who love me, those who put their faith in me and are called according to my purpose. And you've accepted God's calling and you stayed his path. That's evidence of it. So all things are working together for the good. And that is really a very poetic way of saying, I got you covered. Amen. And because you're covered, now that means I can do something else. What more can I do now that I know that I'm covered?
0: Amen, bro. And that and also I want to make sure I say this. This doesn't mean that you're going to be perfect on the path. There are so many mistakes that I've made on this path. Mm -hmm. But I would rather make mistakes on an anointed path than a path that wasn't anointed for me. I would rather make mistakes and get up on a path that was covered by God than a path that wasn't. So even if you make mistakes, you have grace. Grace is your superpower
1: when you have faith in God. That that is exactly the point that I wanted to make sure that they heard, that I heard, Kevin, is that a huge benefit of having faith in God is the grace associated with it. You put your faith in anything else, there's no grace waiting for you. There's no forgiveness on these paths. I've tried it, you've tried it. You've gone and put your faith in different in different in different paths. You put your faith in different things and they're not forgiving. They are not forgiving. Well, those consequences are real and you must absorb the full impact of every wrong decision that you make on that path. But with God, it is so different. Jesus is standing there taking the blunt force of the majority of the impact of that consequence, but he doesn't leave you absent of consequence because he needs you to develop and learn. But boy, that grace sure enough comes in and helps you to see. And that is that again, that's one of the greatest benefits of putting your faith in God on this path. So I just wanted to make sure that that was made clear.
0: Well, bro, I think that gets us to, to our second point too. Faith in God gives you assurance and peace. Mm. How valuable is that to the high performer, man? How valuable is that when you're trying to maximize success and uniqueness?
1: When you are trying to maximize your uniqueness, it can be, for me, it can be a little nerve wracking because you've been called to be innovative. That means you've been called to maybe rock the boat. You've been called to think differently. You've been called to maybe sit in rooms with a whole bunch of traditionalists and say, hey, how about this? And that can be scary. I mean, it takes confidence, you know, but when you have faith in God, it does give you this peace that lets you know like, hey, I've been called to this. I'm in the room with you. And whatever you feel like you've been called to do, trust me, that I've trust me that I've called you to us, and they're, you're going to have their ear. The Bible says that uh, the gifts make room for you, and so you're going to get the platform. And then, a uh, knowing by assurance that they're going to approve of it because nobody can stop what God is doing. I learned that. Then after that, I can sometimes get scared and like, oh God, can I do all of this? Now that He's given me that, like now I'm nervous. Like, is this going to be too much for me? But there's a peace and assurance in knowing that. Again. If you go back to step one, you've enrolled the full participation of heaven. And that gives you a peace knowing that it's not just you doing it. It's you, it's God, and it's the full kingdom resource coming alongside you to make sure it's going to get done. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Look, relationships take work. A lot of us will drop anything to go help someone we care about, but what about when it comes to us? Do we give ourselves that same treatment? Look, I go to the gym, I meditate in the morning, I'll go for a long drive and listen to my favorite playlist often because I care about me and I've learned how essential it is for my happiness and my joy and my fulfillment in life. Look, this month, BetterHelp Online Therapy wants to remind you to take care of your most important relationship and that's the one you have with yourself. Whether it's hitting the gym, making time for your haircut, or even trying therapy, you are your greatest asset. So invest time and effort into yourself like you do for other people. Once a month, I sit down with my therapist and he walks me through some of the traumas I've experienced as a child and helps me to experience more freedom. A liberation happens every time I go to therapy and I recognize that helps me with my relationship with me and it helps my relationship with everyone around me. BetterHelp is online therapy That offers video, phone And even live chat sessions With your therapist So you don't have to see anyone on camera If you don't want to It's much more affordable Than in-person therapy And you can be matched with a therapist In under 48 hours Give it a try And see why over 2 million people Have used BetterHelp online therapy This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp And Imagine Faith listeners Get 10% off their first month At betterhelp.com Slash Imagine Faith That's B-E-T-T-E-R H E L P dot com slash imagine faith.
0: That's good, man. Look, John 14, verse 26 and 27. Do not let your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. But the advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. Peace, I leave with you. My peace, I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Man, what I love about that is that we fully have to recognize the God that we serve. He created time. He created the beginning and the end. He is perfect. So now remember, we can have faith in so many different things. But I have so much peace knowing the God who sent the Holy Spirit to convict us of sin, to convict us of all unrighteousness. I have peace knowing that I'm putting my faith and trust in the God who knows it all, who knows where I'm supposed to be, that gives me so much assurance. I don't have to compare myself to what's going on on social media. I don't have to compare myself to the stress and anxiety that my friends are feeling because they may not know God. I don't have to think about that. I remember a time where I was making a decision with a group of people about some next stages of what we were trying to do. And I remember everybody was so worried. It was like, ah, I don't know how we can make the next step. Like there's so many choices available. Oh my goodness. I don't, I don't know. I'm not sure. And I remember thinking to myself, I am chilling. And I'm like, why am I, why am I? Why, why am I not worried about what they're worried about? And I realize it's because I know God has the next step in mind. Yeah, He's already got it. When God's got the next step, I'm committed.
1: Yeah, I'm chilling. And, and for me, that just makes me remember that when he says, I'm going to give you a peace that surpasses understanding, that's usually what causes stress. I don't understand. But he says, I'm going to give you a peace that bypasses understanding. You're going to have a peace that you don't understand either. And he said, but it's going to rest in you. And the reason that is, the reason that's so important is because peace gives me space to really use my imagination for good. And like we talked about in the beginning, like some worry and stress and stuff, it's such a, it's such a gross use of the imagination, It it is, but peace allows for the imagination to really run like the well-oiled machine that it is. It allows for the potential of that imagination in that season to fully come forward. And you can see it in your product. You can see it in your service. You can see it in your contribution to whatever that company or that marriage is, man. And I think that's why it's so important to understand that this was what comes with putting your faith in God. Peace that surpasses understanding that will be infectious to the people around you. And that will create space for more creativity and more impact to happen. You said this once in our Bible study, worry limits potential, but peace releases potential.
0: God mm. literally just became your meditation song. Yeah. You have nothing to worry about. You have nothing to fear mm. because you have faith in the God of the universe. And I think that also helps us get into the third point. Faith in God cleanses your capacity. You now have more capacity. Look at this verse. Mm. Matthew eleven twenty eight 28-30 Come to me all you who are weary and burdened and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Mm. What? Wh- what? You mean I don't have to, your yoke, Jesus, God of the universe, your yoke is easy?
1: That's not like the world. Nah. That's not like where we live in, bro. I mean, that's the whole grind, 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 work, 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 do whatever it takes, even if it costs you your soul. And you know how we say here on the podcast listen, you don't have to sell your soul to obtain your dream. And this is one of the reasons why. When God cleanses out your capacity, he's almost doing this spring cleaning inside of you and creating space for what he's trying to pour into you to come out of you. But sometimes we're preoccupied, you know, with the worry, with the stress, with the comparisons. And God is saying, look, when you put your faith in me, another one of the great benefits is that I come through and I clean house. I help you identify limiting beliefs. I help you identify false beliefs. I help you identify wrong intentions. And once we clear all that out, then you start just operating in this weightlessness. The Bible says it. It says, cast aside every weight that so easily besets you. And this is a part of the contribution of heaven we talked about in step one. When you get when you enroll the full participation of heaven, there's a cleansing that happens over you when you put your faith in God. And now you see yourself operating at a such higher degree of efficiency. And everything you do. Your conversations are more efficient. The work you do is more efficient. The way you love is more efficient. It it starts to become a pattern. It starts to become a way of your personality. It starts to become an expectation of people when they encounter you. And that, again, creates way for impact to happen for the kingdom, no matter what industry you're in.
0: Just even an example of that, right? The world tells you every single day, you gotta go, you gotta grind like you were saying, right? God Mm -hmm. says, hey, six days do your work. Seventh day, take the day off. Rest in me. Mm -hmm. Now that's crazy to the world's eyes, literally. Because a day that you're not working, someone's eating your lunch. But God says, don't you know that I care about the dreams of your heart more than you do? I'm the one that put them there. So this is the paradox and the paradigm. God says, I want you to do less so that I can do more. I'm giving you capacity because I am limitless in my capacity. That's crazy to me. Because also I think about like the Sabbath rest, when you have to take a Sabbath, that now means that on the other six days of the week, you now have to be so like you were talking about, right? Unbelievably clear and organized to finish your work. It makes you level up your expectation of self. You now have to plan the work so you can work the plan really well. Mm You don't have the anxiety of everybody else because now your time is being efficiently used and you're resting. Man, That's crazy.
1: It, it makes me think about how some people have tasted high performance, but they can't live there. And one of the reasons why is because their capacity is bogged down either with stress or with trying to do a, a divine thing in this human body. We got the full participation of heaven. God does the God stuff. I do the human stuff. That's our understanding. That's our agreement. When I put my faith in Him, when you put your faith in something else besides God, ask yourself, how are they going to contribute? Like, what's what's the extent of which they can come alongside and partner with me on this thing? And in most cases, you will get nothing. They can't partner with you, but God wants to partner with you. He, in the Word of God, He calls us co-laborers. And I think that that is the part where you see that God wants a true relationship with you and he wants to come alongside you and partner with you and help you to do the things that he's called you to do. Because if you're honest with yourself, if I'm honest, when I was honest with myself, I recognized the vision was too big for me to do alone anyway. And God did that purposely. He made the vision so big that at some point I realized I'm going to need God to do this. And he said, prioritize relationship with me so we can get this done.
0: Yeah, man. And I think that's actually why... With what you're saying, I think we need an expanded capacity not just to see our lives in one sector or one narrow focus of our work, right? God doesn't care about just, I think, the grand vision he has for what you're trying to do out in the world. Yeah. He wants you to be productive in so many areas of your life, and that's why you need capacity for that. He wants you to have full capacity for your health. He wants you to have full capacity— at your work, sure, but full capacity with your family and your friends and your learning. So if you grind, 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 you don't have the capacity, I believe, to be the whole fully alive being that God called you
1: to be. Yeah. And it just reminds me of the quote that says that intentions are great, but capacity is king or for some of our listeners, capacity is queen. So it means that no matter what it is that you're Intending to do And you have all these great intentions If you don't have the capacity It'll never come to fruition And that's why this point is so important Because now it becomes a hope And it becomes deferred And the Bible says a hope deferred makes the heart sick And that can lead to depression and frustration And which ultimately leads to abandonment of your post All because I can't get done what I want to get done And so many of you guys listening can relate to that Why can't I get it all done? Capacity, it's a capacity issue. But when you put your faith in God and you continue to trust him like you did day one, your capacity continues to remain clean so that you can efficiently do all he called you to do without neglecting Mm -hmm. your essentials, like Sabbath, like your loved ones, like your health, like your mental health.
0: It's necessary, man. Let's get to the fourth point. Faith in God returns to you an authority that was given to you in the first place. Let's go to John 8:14. Jesus answered, "Even if I testify on my own behalf, my testimony is valid for I know where I came from and where I am going." also matthew 728 and twenty nine when Jesus had finished saying these things, the crowds were amazed at his teaching because he taught as one who had authority and not as teachers of the law.
1: What are you hearing in this, Donovan? Mm-hmm. When I hear this verse, what I'm reminded of is how Jesus operated in his purpose. And it's an example for how we should operate in ours. There wasn't a lot of forcing and trying to convince. There was an authority that he operated from that was recognized by believers and non-believers. And I believe that God has given us that same authority for us to be able to walk out our purpose the same way Jesus did we see that he didn't have stress, he didn't have worry, he didn't have this anxiety issue. And I think that it stemmed from this authority that he knew he possessed and that everybody around him would recognize that wouldn't require him to have to manipulate and to argue and to debate. He called it as it was. He called it as his father said it was and everything had to line up with it, which is what authority is.
0: This goes back to our, a point that we've made before, Remember the God that you serve. Remember the God that you serve. The reason that all these people followed him was because Jesus knew exactly who he was. So what should be our position in the face of judgment, difficult seasons, ups and downs? Grounded. Fully grounded. You know why you're here. You know your giftings. You know why you were birthed. You know why your birth was a strategy by God. You know that your authority now comes from him. So that's the way you need to show up. I mean, actually, Donovan, you said this one thing that like blew my mind once. I don't have to beg when I know I belong.
1: Bruh. What? Yeah. Yeah. Authority works on the outside world as well as our inside world. And I believe that, like you said, Jesus knew who he was. He knew Where he came from You see it in the story Of his life often He's like If my kingdom was of this world Then this would happen But it's not I know where my kingdom If I wanted them to come They would There is not And it's not even a cockiness Or a conceit It's just a A very deep knowing and, and and as you walk in your path of influence and impact, it's important that you have this deep knowing that as you put your faith in God, you have the full participation of heaven and that you have been given authority, which is a power to cause things to happen through your word, through your imagination and through your faith. And as you use that for the benefit of the kingdom, you start to see things happening. And so I just love to hear these stories of Jesus, because that is the way that we're supposed to walk this thing out. And I I think that whole phrase of I don't have to beg where I know I belong goes back to how the impact that authority has on the outside world as well as the inside world. You have to speak with your authority over the voices that are inside your head, over the doubts that try to rise up and understand that authority is a power that causes things to line up with God's word. And so as we walk in that, recognizing that, I think the wise saying says, when there is no enemy within, the enemy without can't hurt you. So use that authority within yourself as well. So when you go to a networking event or social,
0: or maybe you're trying to parent your kids, or maybe you have to speak at a business conference, know your authority. Know who put you there. You're Mm. ready for that. Which leads us to our fifth point. For your wildest dreams, you need a limitless source. For your wildest dreams, those are dreams given to you by God. You need a limitless source. Donovan, talk about this a little bit because I remember during Bible study, you were talking about accessing the bank of heaven.
1: What is that? So when we talk about the limited resources that are needed for your wildest dreams, understanding again that God says in his word that he wants to do exceedingly abundantly above what you ask or think. And when you put your faith in him, like we've been saying this entire episode, it is allowing the full participation of heaven to come alongside you and be a resource for those wildest, those big things, things you can't even imagine to come to fruition. What we have to understand is that this is not a one-dimensional mission that we've been put on. This is multidimensional. That's why the full participation of heaven is so important because as I pray, I often pray and say, God, strengthen the angels. Strengthen the angels assigned to my care. That they may arrive without delay. There are multiple stories in the Bible about spiritual attacks on people trying to do God's will. Don't you think that pertains to you as well? And so for your wildest dreams to come true, you need limitless resources. You need interdimensional assistance in what it is you're trying to do because you're trying to have impact on a soul level. And that's what we're doing here on the podcast, man. And and it just helps me to remember that the faith that we have, that we continue to grow and put in God is the only limit that's ever going to be set on the resources that God is willing to bring into our life. And it's important for us to grow our faith by putting our faith out there in God, because every time he comes through, like he said he would, our faith continues to grow more and more, and that gives us even more access to more of the resources we need for those wild dreams.
0: I mean, Ephesians three twenty. now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us. Also Revelation twenty two thirteen. I am the alpha and the omega, the first and the last. The beginning and the end. I want to say it again. Remember the God whom you serve. Remember the God whom you serve. It says that his ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. So then I don't think there's any other thing that you can put faith in that can make those types of claims that we've read about. And at the end of the day, what we're trying to do is give love, peace, and joy onto this earth. That's more important than earthly success. It's through our earthly success that we give people the real reason for being on this earth, God. Yeah. So you need a limitless resource. You absolutely need one to be able to give people that deep of love and understanding. Honestly, we can't even do it. We have to be opened up so that the resources of heaven flow through us and God does his work
1: on this earth. 100% Kevin. And I think that one of the most practical things we can do in our walk of faith to have that kind of impact is to remember because the greatest threat of your faith is amnesia. When we forget... Who God is when we forget what we've been called to do when we forget that there is an authority associated with our faith When we forget that the full participation of heaven is necessary for the wildest dreams to come true We start to act like it. It shows in our behavior. It shows in our confessions It shows in how we interact with people and we start compromising in in ways that are damaging to our soul Damaging to our reputation damaging to god's reputation because we represent him So let us remember as kevin is saying Remember Remember that amnesia is a threat to your faith. Then remember how good God is and what he's had planned long before he put you on this earth and how he has a full kingdom ready to partner with you to see it come to pass.
0: Amen, man. We need the currency of heaven for all of that. We need it. So for the Imagine Faith Talk Challenge for this week, because you know we're always going to give you guys homework, identify which one of the five points impacted you the most and see how you can start to implement it in your life's work faith without works is dead faith in god without works is useless so start to try to integrate this in your life so you can start to see the beauty of what god's called you for remember the five points first one faith in god is a covering second one faith in god gives you assurance and peace third point faith in god cleanses your capacity fourth point Faith in God returns to you authority that was given to you in the first place. And fifth point, for your wildest dreams, you need a limitless source. We can't wait to see what you all do as you start to integrate this into your life. And remember, love transforms you, purpose defines you, and impact activates you by faith. We'll see you next time. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of Imagine Faith Talk. We hope you enjoyed it. And if you want to be on our journey with us, then there's a few things you can do. First, subscribe so you can know when the next episode drops and share it with a few people you think would enjoy it as well. Second, we'd love to hear from you. You can go to the bottom of our website, www.ImagineFaithTalk.com and send us comments, prayer requests, or tell us topics you'd like to hear on the podcast, or even questions you'd love us to answer. Third, join our Imagine Faith Talk Club on Clubhouse. This is a space where you can connect with other like-minded individuals and the rooms are hosted and led by members of our leadership team. You can see a schedule for when our rooms go live on our club or on our website. And finally, follow us on socials at Imagine Faith Talk. It's all one word. We love you all and we'll see you on the next episode.